0: Okay, Browns fans, this is the time of the year where you pick your jerseys out. Which one of the jerseys are you getting ready for for the football season 2022? And I got something for you. We're going to tell you why you don't have to worry about picking up another JOK jersey. We'll explain that coming up next on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the L.O.B. the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, As always, we appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, your host from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, Weekdays, 11 to 1 on YouTube. Make sure you're checking that out. Um, By the time this gets out, um, you know, it it will have already gone off, but uh, make sure you check. Um, It's rare to get insurance from Archie Griffin, um, but he's going to stop in and pull in with the boys today on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. So make sure you, uh, if you, you know. Get a chance, uh, go back, archive that, find that. Should be a great, great thing. Of course, Saturday mornings on the fan, the barbershop, Garrett Bush, 9 to 12. Uh, you know, make that part of you know your weekly, weekend rotation as you run around doing errands, taking kisses, sports, whatever that may be. Today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from bluenile.com. And Locked On Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement and use the promo code LOCKED ON, all caps, no space, at checkout. Uh, we're going to get to some things here today. Um, the first one here we'll get to, uh, obviously, Jeremiah usu uh went kind of, well, I guess, by saying he took to Instagram, I guess that's saying making it public. Um, we're going to get to um, JOK, Greg Newsom, Grant Talbot. Um, These are three key players if they continue on the path that they did last year. Um, are going to be one of the – are going to be some of the big reasons this Cleveland Browns defense could be elite in 2022. We're going to give you three players on the offensive side of the ball here that we think uh, really, if they step up, you know, will be you know integral into what will be the 2022 Cleveland Browns offense. Um, as Garrett had alluded to, um, and there had been much, much anticipation. This had started as soon as the Deshaun Watson trade went down. Um, Jeremiah Wusu corboa wore jersey number six in his time at Notre Dame. When he got here to the Browns, um, obviously six was not available. It's also a little different with the Browns. This is one team that really hasn't dabbled much in the ability to wear the single digits. Uh, I know if you watch the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, it just makes your head spin because, I mean, there's players all over the place. You know, wearing jersey numbers that, you know, now are OK, but for years were considered, you know, not traditional traditional. Or- um, but for JOK, the number twenty-eight, which is a little different, honestly, for where essentially if he's listed at linebacker and where is jersey number twenty-eight, that you know is a tad bit different. But not many single digits have been rocked by Browns players, other than you know the quarterbacks and the people who you know are allowed to wear said numbers. So I believe everybody just kind of felt. You know, JOK would make this switch to jersey number six. Um, Anthony Walker wears five for him. Four was the big jersey he wore it last year. Obviously, Deshaun Watson talked him out of that, so Anthony Walker goes to five and gets um, you know, a lucrative bag to um help Anthony do all he does in his community down in Florida. Um, for Garrett, look, this would have opened another can of worms. Um, if JOK had taken jersey number six, there's so much Baker Mayfield talk now already. Um, I can only imagine what the media speculation would have been um, as we went down this path. So you know, whether and what exactly the reasoning was for Jeremiah wusu to stick with jersey number 28, him not choosing six um, probably saves us another three to four segments on Locked On Browns <laughs> of Baker Mayfield wars, Baker Mayfield debates. Um, but for anybody who owns the JOK jersey, you're safe for 2022 as Jeremiah Owusu-Kormo will stick with number 28?
0: Well, you know, for me, I look at it like this, man. First of all, I'm a big uh, big guy who's into jerseys uh, in terms of wearing cool numbers. Like, you know, when I first got out, when I got in high school, I was like, yo, I want a single-digit number. Obviously, in high school, that's not a thing because, well, in high school, they usually... Uh, you know order the jersey sizes you know depending on what size or the number that people usually wear them so for instance receivers quarterbacks maybe even running backs usually wear single digits right uh, so they're not going to buy a 10x jersey in number one they have to get and <laughs> have to re- recycle the number one every single year in different sizes so they're like no and then plus I played tight end for one year Uh, But by the time I got to um, really consistently playing, I had ate myself out of that tight end position. So I was a guard in high school. So I had to, uh, I wanted number seven. Uh, It was cool as a number seven defensive end, but they're like, ah, you play guard. So you're going to have to have 71. So it kind of stuck. But um, I think it's kind of cool what the NFL has done with that, allowing people to have single digits. Uh, I'm a really big fan of it. It, To me, it just looks cool. I've always been a dude on Madness, always putting visors and shields and wristbands and tape all over the, my characters. <laughs> you know, I, I can't. I come out there looking like a Dick Sporting Hood commercial <laughs> and everything, everywhere, and the gloves and stuff. So for me, I wouldn't have had no problem with JLK when it got six. He obviously wore six in, in college. I think the c Digit looks cool. But I also think number 28 looks cool because it's odd for a linebacker to have that number as well. So he he already had kind of a cool number that he was already rocking. So I could understand like he wanted to just see him, nah, I'm cool. I'm I'm just gonna just go ahead and get this one. And for anybody else that has gone out and got those authentic J O K jerseys, I think I think one of the things that the uh one of his, his agent probably grabbed him on the shoulder and said, Hey look man um if you change your jersey all those people that kind of bought your jersey last year as a rookie they're gonna be a little uh peeved off at you bro <laughs> you're you gonna you are going to you going to switch it up them jerseys like 200 bucks now they gotta go to six just stick with the 28 your people will love you for it so I think I think it was a couple things that went into it I, I wouldn't and as far as bakery is concerned, I I think, you know, and here's, and I'm going to lead the charge. I'm trying to lead the charge on this, you know, even on my radio show, uh, ultimate Cleveland sports show and on, on this podcast, we talk a lot of Browns. We talk a lot of stuff, but you know, our local media is going to have to figure out some other stories to talk about. Like at this point we've, we've gotten, we've gotten this press guide conversations. We've done blogs on here about, you know, what is it? Um, you know, what what kind of went wrong and some of the things behind the scenes. But, you know, he's no longer on the team, man. I, as the season will will come, you know, into fruition, as we get closer to the Panthers game, obviously because we, we talk about the games and what's happening on the field, we'll drill down on, them more, on it more, but it'll be in terms of what Baker's good at on the field and what he's not good at on the field. And the game plan is how to attack Baker and, and for the Browns to come out with a win week one. But he has to be Sam Darno out. He got to He got to do what he need to do to even get in that position. So for me, I don't I mean, maybe we can stop the Baker stories. I can understand it. We still got to talk about Deshaun Watson because it is what it is. But the Baker stuff, I'm not going to be running around here following Baker as he his trails and trials in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm I'm off that, bro. Like, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it pushing. And his jersey is not off limits. The number six will not be retired. Um, so somebody else get to number six and, and, and
1: make your legacy with it. Um, yes, uh, you know, six will be available, um, you know, <laughs> sometime soon, um, for nobody to wear it in 2022. Um, a, a number one, I, I think it's just, if everybody within that locker room wants to see local media fans, all of that, stop talking about Baker Mayfield. One of the smartest things to do is to basically take the number six jerseys, put them away in a closet. We can talk about it again in 2023, but for the time being, you know, because it'll be the stories. Obviously, nobody cared about him. Look, they gobbled up some of the opportunity to take his jersey number. Da 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 da. Just more, more rhetoric that by you know any means whatsoever is certainly not needed. The other thing, and, and this is just one thing as a league on a whole, and, and this is where the league was dumb in all these years for making the move to allow players to wear these single digit, single digit jerseys. They sell, they sell more. People will buy the Jersey number one, or if it's two or four. They'll buy it just because it's different. it's cool. Um, it, it just it'll sell better. You know, your, number, your favorite player wears number 33. That's great, and you know some people will buy it just for that fact. But there are a large amount of people who will just buy the team jersey they love because of the single digit. It's a different look. Um, and for me, I, I do like the fact that the Browns done this. I like the fact that hey, you ain't worthy. You know, I I don't need some sixth round pick coming into a locker room and saying, "Yeah, I'll take jersey number one." You know, Yo, son, man, we we didn't even put your locker in with screws. We just put together some milk cartons. We're not even sure if you're gonna be around long enough. Um, I think it should be something you know that should be kind of earned not everybody should just be able to go up and say oh well i'll take four nah i mean you better be a baller if you're gonna rock a single digit in the nfl you gotta be nice at least
0: look this is what we we know even in college back when you was playing if you was trying to get that you either better be the number one recruit you might want to have a thousand yards or or how many sacks you got son you got about 15 sacks we let you get that off but you ain't going to be around here using all the good numbers. Those are prime time premium joints, man.
1: Yeah. uh, The, 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 the third string wide receiver six does not get to pick Jersey number one or number two. And I do love the fact that with some colleges, there is a Jersey that is coveted and you earn your opportunity to maybe wear it for one season. Obviously number seven down at LSU, huge, huge, big number. Started with Tyron Matthew. Um, It led to, of course, uh, Grant Delpit wore it uh, this past season for LSU. Derek Stingley wore it. I think that's cool. Like, you should earn your way into wearing said single digit. Um, why on the topic here of Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, we're going to get to a uh, little we'll talk here about JOK, about Greg Newsom, about Grant Delpit. And, you know, yes, Grant technically year three, but technically year two on the field for Grant Delpit. We're going to get to these three individuals, why they are going to be a huge, huge part as to why this Browns defense should take yet another step up here in the hierarchy in the 2022 season. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Lockdown Grounds. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the car parts that you need. Why endure? Often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions. Is your vehicle an EX? Is it an LX? Is it a V6? Is it a V6 Turbo? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer Choosing the only manufacturer their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family-owned business. It's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low and for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know Garrett and I sent you their way. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com.
0: Welcome back to the Locked On Brown podcast. I want to clap it up for you guys out there. Clap it up slow clap. You guys is getting this here. I haven't checked really uh, as of late, but I think we're a couple away from two thousand. I don't know what the what the what the uh uh actual number is, but I last time I checked, I saw a one and a nine. And we was close as heck. So we want to thank y'all. We 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 put out something and said, listen, be time, but we have to time. be within
1: ten. We Could have I to be at least 10? within ten. Within yeah. ten, Mr. Bush. Yes.
0: So right now it's 713 22 uh timestamp. And guess what? we've already almost close to that 2,000. So what we're going to do is we're just going to keep pushing, man. If cats want to keep going ahead and making Locked On Browns the best Locked On podcast in the game out of all the other teams, continue to support. Let's get that go to 2,500 then. I could get to 2,500. Let's go ahead and push that. Continue to subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Make sure you like the video so this can be pushed out to all other Browns fans and make Locked On Browns the best podcast in the game. Uh, Jeff, we, we've talked about these three individuals coming up here, and I think we talked about J.O.K., and it's not just about his jersey number. It's also about what the man ultimately does on the field and the skill set that he brings. I, I'm, I'm starting to really um, look at these three individuals that we're going to speak on now um as what we call super sophomores, right? The sophomores <laughs> in the game. You got J.O.K., right? Brilliant first year, I thought he did well. He was a little dinged up but you see his skill set and what he's all about. You know what kind of game that he's able to bring to the table as far as being a guy that can get, uh, you know, vertical quickly, uh, explosive <laughs> athlete, a guy that could chase down plays from the back, a guy that can do a lot of different things. We saw those glimpses in the first year. And then you got Greg Newsom as a guy who always say, look, he's always in phase. He's always a guy, even if he if someone catches a football, uh, go back and watch the Cincinnati Bengals game where he held his own on some plays against Jamar Chase, who was the best receiver in the league, in my opinion, last year. Maybe Cooper Cup uh, is a little better, but he's right there. Uh, when you look at Newsom, he's always in a play. He's always moving around and he's always looking to dislodge the ball and playing the football. So I, I love what th- that first round pick out of Nord- or, excuse me, Northwestern showed me last year. And I think he's going to move in some inside a little bit, do a lot of different things. I think it's going to be a really cool situation. And then finally, he's not really a sophomore; he would probably be a junior, but he missed a year. Uh, that's Grant Delpit, and we've done some, uh, you know, blogs on him before. We've done blogs on Newsom as well as JOK in the linebacker room. But we want to reiterate that I feel like that that Grant Delpit is a guy. That is going to make huge waves for this team a guy that looks like he's going to be more explosive this year after coming off the achilles heel injury a guy that i, I saw glimpses of uh, that was a dynamic rusher and bringing him off the corner off the edge and blitzes and, and, and coming up and run support and also i like his ball skills had an opportunity to get a uh, you know get around the football last year and some pass defenses and stuff like that so for me I look at those three super sophomores as going to be the key to the Browns' defense. We know what Anthony Walker's going to bring as far as his intangibles, as far as him tackling the football and getting guys lined up and just being the leader of the defense. We already know what Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett can do from a, of a, of a position of rushing a passer, especially when you're moving them around a lot. Just go back and watch that Chicago Bears film and how they did Justin Fields last year. It was real nasty. They It was real nasty for him, man. So I tell you what, man, I, I look forward to those situations. And, and I think those three are going to be the key to getting off the field early. And they're going to be the key when Jacoby Brissett is, you're going to be leaning on him. You're going to be looking to run the football. and You're going to need turnovers. You're going to need short tackling. And you're going to need great, uh, uh, the ability to get guys
1: off the field on third down. Your thoughts on these three guys, Jeff? Well, there's a couple avenues here you know, that I want to discuss with these three. Um, first, of all, talk about the talents and the accomplishments last year. Each one tasted success in their first year on the field. You know, four rounds in Joe Woods' defense. Um, Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa, um, I, I think we saw a guy who ran around 100 million miles an hour um, through effort, toughness, all of these things, and succeeded. Very, you know, a lot of, a lot of success. High, you know, the expectations become higher now. Though the game should start to slow down a little bit for Jeremiah Usuko, or Mo. So where it's not just going to be athleticism that is going to be his calling card at the position. It's going to be knowledge. It's going to be seeing things before they happen. Seeing things as they develop. Um, and with. Greg Newsom, uh, it's going to be the same thing now. You know, you know, you saw some of his best football against the Bengals, um, which for now is going to be the measuring stick for you know Brown's secondary play. No question about it. That team you're looking forward to week week out. When you play them, if you can play well against them, you pretty much should be able to play well against any passing attack you see. Grant Talbot, it's the a number one getting over. The injury, and it's always a mind thing. It, it, it's a mind thing that, you know, oh, my God, here I go. If I take this step, if I do this drill, it's exactly how I got hurt. It's getting that out of, you know, erased from your from your mind that it happened. Um, what we saw with Grant Talbot before he got injured in 2020 as a rookie was, Joe Woods was putting him everywhere. I mean, everybody wants to talk about how bad the safety play was in 2020. And nobody's lying. Nobody. I mean, th- the defense was bad in 2020. We know that. But a huge part of that was is they had a lot of, Planned for Grant Delpit, um, they want you know they didn't view him as a second round pick. They certainly viewed him as a first round pick. So um, losing him as early as it was crucial because they had him lined up everywhere in training camp before uh, the injury, and that became a massive blow. I think we're going to start to see that versatility even more with Grant Delpit here in year two. We know Joe Woods loves to play you know three safeties, if not more. At any given time. But what I love structurally within the team, within the roster, and each positional room, Garrett, that they've done for each of these players is when Anthony Walker got here, we saw Darius Leonard take to social media and talk about his dedication as a player, his intelligence as a player, his work ethic, and how much Anthony Walker made Darius Leonard a better player. JOK is getting to absorb this same site, you know, this same type of tutoring right now, sitting next to a pros pro. And yes, we all know Joromaya Musuko uh, may have uh, a lot more God-given ability, but when you can match that with intelligence, with you know, just understanding and being able to deduce, deduce things before they happen. That's where you get an all-around superb player. Greg Newsom, same thing, gets to sit down in every meeting with a player like Denzel Ward. Pick his brain. And for Grant Talbot, you're sitting next to John Johnson in every meeting. So you're getting all this wealth of knowledge, all this wealth of experience. So for players who have this work ethic, have this ability, now being able to have somebody who they probably consider maybe a little bit better than them at the position and wanting to achieve what they have achieved in this league. is a really, really nice setup for these three players who all should be high confidence level players now with the success they had in 2021, but also understanding the fact that maybe they don't know yet what they know and they have vets that they can lead on to basically get them there.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's a healthy mix. It's a healthy mix of the young guys with the veterans, um, and, uh, you know, early in the season, the, the Browns defense will have to be the vocal, uh, you know, the focal part of this defense or excuse me, the team in general, they're going to have to be the team or, or, or the group, the unit that, that gets those guys in positions and keeps dolphins, uh, you know, uh, chilling out, make sure you keep the, the, the offense off the field and then you could keep giving the ball back to our offense. And so that we can put some gaps, the distance in between these teams. I think if you look at it from a standpoint of hey, if you want to run the ball and you want to play play action game, the one thing that you need is solid special teams and you need to be have the ability to have your defense get off the field on third downs. And turnovers are hard to project, but um, getting turnovers whenever you can, that's what will, will help the Browns while Deshaun Watson uh, presumably
1: may be out due to suspension. Uh, and no question. And so for these three players, if you know their game's up, um, like the Browns expect, I mean, you're talking about you know the potential for a truly, truly special defensive unit for defense coordinator Joe Woods. We're going to flip it up here. We're going to go to the offensive side of the ball here. Highlight a couple names there that are going to be integral as it is now Wednesday, literally two weeks away from Browns opening training camp in Berea. From the people who invented Healthy and Tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a delicious, chewy marshmallow covered in one percent real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. They're low in calorie, low sugar, high in protein, and they're all delicious. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They are going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. But it's something that tastes good and is good for you. best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing. But you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat. Perfect when you've got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or if you need a quick snack, they are an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15. Welcome back to the Locked on Browns podcast. That is a tongue, that is a tongue twister. That twister. One, hey, That's <laughs> why I,
0: that's why I leave all the reads to you. <laughs> that's why you got the reads, right? Oh, G Bush, man. Jeff Lloyd. I right, make sure you're following us at G Bush91 at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure you continue to follow Locked on Browns podcast on Twitter. And as always, we need all of y'all to continue to keep driving up the numbers. I want to announce something. This is crazy. Didn't even notice um, ultimate Cleveland sports show is now the number one show We're on Tegna right now, right? We, we have the most views and downloads and all that ghost, cool things and subscribers. So right now lo- the ultimate Cleveland sports show is really balling, but this is the locked on Browns podcast. It's not about all about the ultimate Cleveland sports show. Let's talk about why your, your podcast, your team every day, the locked on Browns podcast is number seven, in the locked on uh world right now in terms of growth, in terms of subscribers, in terms of uh, uh, new views, new new subscribers, and, and and overall, like the Locked on Browns podcast is growing tremendously. Uh, when, when Mikey McNuggets told me that I said, man, that's crazy me and Jeff, um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that we would be seven already. And we just started a little over almost now two months ago now. So um, shout out and, and that's that's because of you guys. You guys are the ones that are making that happen, and you guys are the ones that are continue to support us, and it's not even football season. So I, I want to salute you guys for helping us grow. <laughs> we barely
1: bass. cut barely cut our teeth yet.
0: We ain't even doing nothing yet, man. So keep <laughs> on doing that. Keep on doing that. We're gonna keep on doing our thing. We talked a little bit about the defenses, the super sophomores, the JOKs, uh, uh, the the Greg Newsom, and we talked about Grant Delpit. The super sophomores. Let's go over to the offensive side, Jeff. Who are you looking at on the offensive side? That is a very a big piece in part to what the Browns want to do offensively to play complementary football with a stingy
1: defense and a defense that makes guys turn the ball over. Yeah, I think one of the biggest players on the offensive side of the ball here. And, you know, there's obviously been a tremendous amount of talk about David Njoku and the Browns essentially giving him the contract they did, where there's no production meter that maybe warrants the money that he's given. Uh, I know not a lot of people, you know, care about blocking or look at blocking, but that is a huge, huge thing with David Njoku his efforts there, his improvements there to become a complete tight end, not just this athletic freak. Um, that, you know, if you get the ball to him in space, can do some special things for a tight end. But the no, the production's going to have to go up for David Njoku. There's no there's no way around it. Um, those numbers need to climb. Um, with uh, Subtracted from the passing game this season by the Browns um, and designating David Njoku with the the amount of money they did. And I, I'm more than okay with it, but I do understand that there are people who say, you know, you're paying him for for production that he has never shown. Certainly, certainly a valid point. Jedrick Wills. Jedrick Wills Jedrick Wills needs health. That's what Jedrick Wills needs. He played well last year, certainly limited on a damaged ankle, um, suffered week one. Um, with him, I think people haven't seen the talent growth, and I think a lot of it was because he was injured last year, and he was just basically functioning. Um, wasn't essentially out there doing all he could do. He was playing smart. He was playing within himself, understanding that he was on a hobbled ankle. I think Jedrick Wills is going to be essential this year. And I think a lot of people are going to see the development that 71 has made to this point. And with the wide receivers, it's it, it, certainly all of them outside of Amari Cooper are going to have a little bit more. Um no question about that. And the thought process is, is, you know, who essentially would be with what we think their roles will be more important than any other. I think it has to be Donovan Peoples-Jones and his ability vertically. And one thing we've seen with Donovan to his time here with the Browns is the shorter intermediate stuff. That's not truly the best phase of what Donovan Peoples-Jones is. It's the bigger, deeper, longer routes where Donovan uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones excels. And that'll be a trickle because, you know, Amari Cooper is a guy who's capable of doing everything. You're hoping to see this production grow from David Njoku. Uh, Of course, they love to have their running backs involved. So if you're not being able to challenge defenses with the vertical passing game, it's going to end up to where we were in 2020. And we had talked about this a bunch where the Browns passing game was essentially arena league style because they couldn't challenge vertically enough for anybody to respect it. Um, down to people's Jones needs to continue, you know, being a factor in that. Hopefully, Anthony Schwartz, uh, this huge rebound from year one to year two, can do that as well. And for Jacoby Brissett, or even if when it is Deshaun Watson, just makes these throws, makes these passing windows bigger, wider, just a lot easier to pick off yards against your opponent, Garrett.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with those things. We talked about Jedrick Wills a lot um, in the offseason. Um, you could throw Nick Harris in there a little bit as well, unproven a little bit at, at the center position that hasn't shown much, hasn't had the opportunity because you have a guy like J.C. Treader who was obviously uh, by a large, large gap, your starting center, a good, good football player, smart football player. Um, and wills had the injury last year, so we've seen some stuff from him, and we've seen glimpses that we know he could play a little bit. David and Joku definitely has to step it up a little bit. um, he got the big contract. I think we're we are waiting for him to 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 see that top five tight end production. He has all the talent in the in the world in terms of his size able to jump, high point to football, vertical threat. um he's worked on his ham some still still too many drop balls for me. Has to improve on that. And he's he's a much improved blocker or run blocker. I think he needs to continue to work on that as well. But you don't pay David and Joku all that money to go uh, be a glorified fullback and, and block people. You pay him to catch touchdowns in the red zone and, and, and to be a, be a uh, mismatch for safeties and linebackers. But I go to exactly where you said I'm going to just stay all the way in. I'm going to stay all the way into wide receiver room. Donovan Peoples-Jones is a guy. Who has to step up, solidify? We know that he came out of high school as the number one rated receiver. Michigan, he was very highly touted. He has the skill set as well. Need to see him burn better routes. Need to see him be more intricate. Never had a problem with his hands, but I, I want to see him make more plays. And then Anthony Schwartz as well. Anthony Schwartz and David Bell are going to tell you what this team is going to be able to do offensively as far as speed. And david bell being able to work it and, and move the chains like jarvis landrew was working in the slot i look at the wide receiver room as a as a place that is going to make or break uh the, the browns if they play okay the brown's ceiling is is what you know brown ceiling could be hey they can get to the afc championship right if they don't play well they could get they could not make the playoffs or get booted out in the first round but if they step up show what they can do I think the, the Browns are a are, are legitimate Super Bowl contender, but it, it counts on those three guys in their progression over the offseason, anxious to see what they do when training camp starts.
1: You have factors here uh, with several of these players, um, and you need, regardless of who the quarterback is, and of course our expectations for Jacoby Brissett certainly aren't as high as our expectations would be for Deshaun Watson. Um, but I also like the fact that you, you know it's Amari Cooper, but then essentially – I'm not saying it's like no names or whatever. You don't necessarily know where it's coming from after that. You know, are you focused on Donovan Peoples-Jones while shading covers to Amari Cooper? And here comes the jet sweep to Anthony Schwartz. And I don't know if you got anybody on your defense who can run in the four twos to try and catch Anthony Schwartz. Um, There's going to be the critical third and fours, third and fives. I think we all agree David Bell is going to be a huge factor in those types of situations, you think coverage in those situations is going to be dictated to Mark Cooper? It's going to be dictated to David Njoku, maybe even to a Kareem Hunt. So guess what? You're going to have the rookie saying, "No, no problem. Uh, you know, I'll take my four steps. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll jam in. I'll jam out. I'll, I'll get open." And as far as we know, David Bell has been catching everything throwing his way. Boom! Next thing you know, he's moving the chain, starting all over again, first and ten. Um, so obviously, very, very big with wide receivers two, three, and four. And as Garrett Garrett and I have talked about before, there is no wide receiver two. There is no wide receiver three. There's no wide receiver four. There's Amari Cooper's number one. And then there's the rest of the guys. They're all going to get opportunities. And they all need to do, you know, at least, you know, hopefully schemed, into doing what the best of their abilities are. We know David Bell is a, a great route runner, catches everything thrown to him. We've seen Donovan succeed on the vertical game um, and making sure we can find a better way this season to use the elite speed that Anthony Schwartz possesses. So we got to JOK uh, 28. It's safe, folks. No shopping for a new JOK jersey for the 2022 season. So maybe uh, drop those shekels on somebody else who came to town. Um, the, what's going to be the three super sophomores, you know, a little asterisk next to one of them, as far as, you know, the growth of, uh, Jeremiah Koromoa, Greg Newsome, Grant Delpit. And then of course, three players here on offense, who the Browns are going to need to, you know, basically take it to another level, uh, for this team, Mr. And Garrett Bush at gbush91. Uh, myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. show itself at Locked Browns. Follow back to count. DMs are open. As always, thank everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. Whether it's your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're following. Subscribe to the show. Uh, subscribe now on YouTube to Locked On Browns. Two shows back to back. Over 30,000 views from all of you guys. I mean, it, it, the success over there is, is going incredible. But it's always a blast here. Um, and like and like we talked about, look, we haven't even gotten to talk about a down of football yet. Haven't I've gotten to talk about a down, a handoff, a field goal, an extra point. Nothing. Facts. Just straight cutting. We haven't even begun to uh, cut the surface here, so to speak. Uh, appreciate you all. So, everybody, have a great day. Continue with a great week here. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on Yellow B. Let's go Browns.